Welcome to Spirit's Path Podcast. I'm your host, Farron. Come walk with me as we explore all the ways we can become one with ourselves and ultimately everybody else. Welcome to the podcast. In our last episode, I shared with you how to find your life path number. So numerology basics is what I titled it. And a lot of people got a kick out of that. Many people came back with having an eight, which is the year this year. This year is an eight. So I should probably do an episode about that specifically, but I just thought that was interesting. If you wanted to email me your life path number because you listened to that episode, the email is spiritspathpodcast at gmail.com. It's also where you would email me if you had any questions about any of the episodes or if you had a suggestion, but it doesn't guarantee that I'll do the suggestion. However, feel free to make it. Can't you feel that? Is a statement that I'm pretty sure people are either going to be making or hearing a lot more in the next year. And I'm not talking about earthquakes in California. I'm talking about the energetics. Just put put it that way for now. One thing I will point out is it seems to me that on a general, in a general level, in a general way, that's the way I should say that, (laughs) in a general way, the sensory perception of an average person is starting to increase, right? I'm pretty sure it's because of the shifting on the earth and the energy from the sun and all of that that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But just take a moment and check in with yourself and see, can you, are you seeing differently? Are you hearing differently? Perhaps is your, you know, like basic sensory perception a little bit increased or amplified on certain days? This is something I think you should probably start taking note of, especially if you're fairly sensitive, but don't worry about that for now. Just check in with your body and see how are you feeling right now? And I don't mean emotional, like the emotional name, happy, sad. I meant physically, so a physical sensation. Over the episodes and from time to time, I mentioned different things in regards to energy. These blanket statements without any differentiation, which is for the most part how these sensations get spoken about in most circles. I believe this is for lack of language and understanding based on the limitation of language, not by anybody's like Not in a deceitful way do I think anybody's doing this, but I definitely feel as though the way that language shifts and people don't explain usually, or perhaps the explanation is just not popularized in some way, which is another thing to look at, how you you word things based on whose representation, who said it, do you even believe other things that person said, or did you just think that the words they used were cool? 
that second option might get you into trouble because it might make you sound like you don't know what you're talking about. But also these things change over time. So it's not the easiest thing to suss out. But in general, these, all of these different things, all of the different ways energy is passed or percepted, it's not the best word, but the way we speak about them is very minimizing because things get lumped together. And most of the time, what people are alluding to or referring to is a very complicated system from somewhere in the East. The one I'm familiar with would be from India, but it could be that people are picking some from Japan, some from China, some from India, and just putting it out there on a plate and thinking that's the way to speak about energy. Now, the only reason that I'm saying it that way is because certain words in the language that they came from have more specific implications than they do in English. And that is because they've been translated and simplified for the most part. So this is something that's important to keep in mind when you're you know, reading about energy, reading about interconnectivity, or dare I say manifestation, or those kind of practices. Even in yoga, even in yoga, the way people speak about chakras and the way people speak about how to approach a yoga posture, all of these things are interplays of different modes of expression of energy. I know that sounds complicated. I'm not quite sure how else to put that right now. Over the years, I'll figure out a better statement. But in general, just think about this for a second. There's no way an angry person walking into a crowded room feels exactly the same as some astrological conjunction, for example. So someone might say, oh, this is a low vibe thing, blah, 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 blah. And you might think anger, destruction, whatever. You know, I don't know what you categorize as low vibration. I'm not saying that's what it is. But you personally have some kind of categorization for that. So let's say you pay attention to astrology. This is not something I pay attention to. Pay attention to Vedic astrology a little bit. But doesn't matter. My point is this. There's no way those cycles are going to feel the same as someone standing next to you emitting an angry vibration or, you know, being angry, even if they're not saying anything, you know, body language that just, you can just see them thinking in their head, that whole situation, right? No matter which way you start to pay attention to that person, you'll sense a different type of energy, but it's all gonna equal some kind of anger. I know it sounds complicated, in general it is, but over time, I feel as though it's going to simplify simply because people are becoming more and more sensitive to what's going on. They're becoming more adept 
to moving around from an energetic perspective than they are from just, I have to do this, this is, it's time to do this, you know, that kind of business. Which I feel over time, or maybe not so long, is going to shift the way society just rolls all together. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, there's a ton of work to be done, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're just talking about the energy. So think about what that feels like, get a sense of that, and that's what I'm talking about. There is one thing though, which is interesting because now you can, for the most part, track and there, there are, I'll say track and measure, okay? Because there are measurements, there's ways to track different things like when solar flares are and an upswing in electromagnetic activity and things like that. So all of those shifts have a really big impact on the emotional scope of an individual, which in turn has an impact of all the people around them and then all of the people around all of those people individually and it just keeps going from there. So one of the things that you can look into if this is interesting would be something like space weather because that's where they're tracking and measuring electromagnetic activity, um, solar flares, solar storms, different things like that. So as far as the space weather is concerned right now, the one that's most apparent is the electromagnetic activity, which is pretty much coming from the sun. Electromagnetic activity. What that does is it increases the vibration. It's a pretty high vibration, but it increases the vibration of everything around it. But in the human body, what it does is bring to the surface anything that's, I mean, I, I got to say, I got to say it as low vibration, but what that really means is those things that you need to deal with that cause you to feel all those emotions that you don't want to feel, the, one that is, the ones that you've been hiding from, this kind of electromagnetic activity draws those things out of your out of your body. It draws the emotional debris, like that's what I used to call it. I'll just go back to that. It draws the emotional debris to the surface and it causes you to need to deal with that. So what's emotional debris? Anything that would be unchecked, trauma, um, different way, different reasons to get angry. It will to someone that's new to this, let's put it this way. For the most part, all of the memories of all of the things that bother the heck out of you, either upset you very much, make you very, very sad, perhaps very angry. Maybe it reminds you of something that you did that causes you to feel shame and grief and things like that. If you didn't actually deal with the emotion, the, the density, that's attached to that. So if every single time you feel that bad, that sad, that angry, that shamed, all of that, if you never deal with those pockets in a higher vibrational field, which would be now, 
any time where there's an influx of that kind of activity is going to pull all of those things to the surface at once. And for the most part, something I've noticed is if you're not aware of that, you just might turn around and use that as a very thick filter to perhaps be angry at the first thing that doesn't go your way or the first person you see or whatever it is that, again, perhaps something you haven't dealt with ends up right in your face. Probably the worst time possible for you to have to deal with another person in that way because you're already so amplified and then they're amplified. So (laughs) this is what happens when you're not aware of it. But now you're aware of it. So in that situation, you would do the best you can to choose to not have the conversation. But in general, what that is, is that you're, you have an emotional attachment to the event, to the details of that story. And the more you spend time looking at them when the energy is amped up like this, the more amplified those individual details become. So whether or not it's you looking out at other people or you looking in at yourself, you hearing this right now should bring your your system into awareness of that and take the time to pay attention to when you feel like you are acting on some kind of an emotion that you didn't actually cognitively have a reason to, right? You're lashing out before someone even stepped on your foot or whatever it is. Like, you know, nothing happened. Um, This might be a way for your, you know, your spirit or something or, or, you know, however you want to address that is trying to get, get a hold of you because if you're paying attention to me this long, the chances are pretty high that you're a spiritual person. If you're a spiritual person and you're feeling amplified in this way, your higher self is trying to get kind of get, get messages through to you, especially if you, if this is new, if this whole situation is new to you right now, as I'm saying it a hundred percent, if you're, you know, kind of lashing out at people when the energy amplifies, your inner being is trying to get you to pay attention to something that you're not paying attention to. In general, for most people, what's happening is you're you're clearing these things out of your system, out of your energetic system. In order to do that, at some point, your body has some kind of a release that can be emotional. You just don't want to involve anybody else as best as you can. This is the best advice I can give you right now, especially because I feel as though the next few years for a lot of people that are just getting a sense of this, it might be a little bit bumpy, but bumpy isn't bad. Bumpy definitely isn't bad. Bumpy can be pretty fun actually. So, and you know, I know within eight year, like I spoke about it being an eight year, that has a lot of opportunities for a lot of people. It could be you as well because it's leaning on spiritual and creative people. It being the 
kind of channeled response to that. And so these two things combined will give you at least a sense of why things might be bumpy and it'll allow you to be able to work with it in a more direct way. So there were, we were talking about the energy clearing things out, right? So on one option, you're turning and you're, you're unfortunately in the space where it's very difficult and you end up turning. And I mean, unfortunately, only because you turned the filter out, which is a very difficult space to be in no matter what. But all of these things are normal. So don't worry about if you've done any of these things. It's normal. Everyone's done it. But turning the filter out is how you increase the issue. Turning the filter in or, you know, looking inward more is how you're going to decrease everything and you're going to work through it. That's a big, important thing to keep in mind because you really want to lessen what they call karmic density. You'll hear that. I'm not a big fan of the term because I'm not 100% sure it is exactly that as far as the Sanskrit is concerned when it comes to the word karmic. I do believe that it's emotional density or, you know, leftover emotional emotional um, connection or there's another word that I can't really think of right now, but you get what I'm saying. The point is, is that you want to be working through these things not pushing them down and hiding them or trying to hide them from yourself because the next time the energy spikes because it will because it's coming from the sun for the most part and the sun is in a solar cycle that lasts I don't know uh, another nine years or something I mean I don't really know I don't quote me on that my point is is that's why I was saying it's going to be kind of bumpy going forward because the sun does this thing we have you know we can like I said, kind of track and measure it, but the sun is the sun and it's going to do what it's going to do. So if you know that you're hiding things and packing things down, when it gets really high up there and the way that it does that is it doesn't come down for a few days. So people, it doesn't actually start keep increasing, which uh, some people say it keeps getting higher and higher. No, what it is, what it's doing is it gets to a point that is higher than it has been, but then it sustains itself for a while. And that's extremely unfamiliar to most bodies. It's not increasing at that time. It's kind of floating there. And that is, if you're not aware of it, very, it can be very uncomfortable. It's kind of like on a roller coaster that you know it's about to come down in some way. Not that this comes down like a roller coaster, but I'm just saying. It leads to a strange anticipation, in my opinion, in the beginning of learning what it was. Now I don't feel that because I'm in a different zone, which is why I can explain it because I'm looking back going, oh, it makes sense. I see it this way now. Anyhow. So the sun is basically trackable. There are different sites where you can show where they show you graphics and things like that. If you're good at reading those graphics, have at it. I like to I like to look at a simple chart. Some of them I trust, some of them I don't. So I don't really want to give you you know the name of one, but if this is interesting for you, you should look up what the K index is 
and see if you find anything that matches how you're feeling, how you're tracking yourself, right? I believe that one has to do with the high electromagnetic activity. So some sun flares and stuff like that, which I believe is, you know, like I said, what we need to be paying attention to. But don't don't become obsessed with this. If you start tracking it to the point where you're obsessing yourself over this, you're going to, it's not going to be good. It, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel helpful anymore. It's like paying too much attention to bad astrology. There are definitely emotional and physical responses to this, which are normal, like I said. But if you're in a very busy city center with a lot of public transportation, a lot of electricity, bazillions of phones walking around you. Phones, computers, all kinds of um, devices, all that stuff, right? How this physically affects you is going to shift and change based on that. So I don't think it's all of these things that I say feel the same for people that are in smaller towns or perhaps on an island somewhere. I do think the effects would be different or slightly different. If you are one of those people, I would love to know because that would help me understand. I'm in San Francisco. I assume the things that I'm saying, because I've checked in with other people, are pretty similar, if not extremely similar to other people in cities or even mid-sized towns in the United States, Canada, and possibly some other places. But outside of that, I need people, if you're listening, let me know how the sun's activity is emotionally affecting you, your kids, your animals, maybe. I don't know. If you want to do that, the email is spiritspathpodcast at gmail.com. Since this is going to increase, I do definitely recommend you paying attention to it now you're aware of it now just start a little tracking but like i just said don't become obsessed on it like obsessed over it that's what i'm trying to say but do you notice how you feel but not by the emotional name by the physical sensation So maybe you have a headache, maybe you feel tingling sensation on your skin, maybe your feet feel hot or something like that, and it's different than than what would be normal. If you do have energy sensitivity, this really is a wonderful tool. And after a while, it's not something you'll even have to check in with. You'll just understand why things are going on, which is my goal. In my opinion, it's like this. This is similar to knowing if you can be in a crowd inside a club or in a crowd out in a park or no crowd at all. Do you get what I'm saying? This is about yourself. This in this is specifically energy reading for the most part in a nutshell, of your own situation. 
There's obviously a lot in play right now, but especially with with all of the shifts societally with the sun and all around the world, I just wanted to bring it to your attention that all of that is not easy on the emotional system, which is directly connected to your energy body. And if you can separate how you name the emotion, happy, sad, all that stuff, because they can be very minimizing and figure out the physical sensation so you can energetically start to work that through. Thanks for being here. Share a slice of watermelon today. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening and making it till the end of the show. Connect with me on TikTok and YouTube at mystic underscore Farron. My website is Farron.me and you can also find me on Instagram at Farron. Thanks for listening. Bye.